Are you just trying to navigate adulthood in a world that still expects you to have it all figured out? Welcome to This Is 50 with your hosts, Travis Holmes and Shane McManus. The part of Shane McManus is being played by Matt Cochran. Matt Cochran, thank you again for joining us from Murder and Coffee, the podcast. So make sure you guys go out there and check that out as well. Matt, how are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great. And you know what? I'm doing even better today because I can talk to you and see you. I've been dreaming about this all week. Have you really? Like, yes. You've got to get better dreams, man. Oh, no, yeah. Well, you get older, you know, your, your standards get lowered. As <laughs> well, thanks. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we just came out of Christmas. Did you, uh, did you have a good Christmas, Matt? Well, we did, but we didn't, uh, you know, we had sort of a Christmas letdown. We were going to go see the kids. We always go travel back to uh, North Carolina, go to the in-laws and they all come over there for Christmas. But apparently this year, everybody had social lives, uh, you know, all the kids and the kids were, the grandkids were sick and, and, um, they just weren't able to make it. And how many grandkids do you have? We've got four, four grandkids, uh, four daughters, four grandkids, four, four daughters, uh, four grandkids, um, three boy, three, three grand boys, get it one right. Grand, one granddaughter, right. <laughs> right. That, I, that I know of uh, anyway, but yeah, so they weren't going to be able to come over. And so we just made the uh, executive decision to stay at home this Christmas, just me and the wife. And, um, yeah, it was a holly jolly Christmas. Did you have the a special ham or anything for your, uh, Oh Christmas, yeah, yeah. Christmas I, dinner I, I, or anything? I, I did. I did my pseudo spiral ham. I uh, got those. Oh, your yeah, your uh, yeah. ham steaks that I thought you were threading them all together and cooking it as one big ham. I never thought about the threading it together part, but I'm going to definitely do that. Don't do it. It's a waste. Yeah, <laughs> next Thanksgiving, use some of that butcher's twine and stuff. But yeah, I, I marinated those guys in uh, sugar-free syrup for a good day and a half. Oh, <laughs> gross! Did you really? <laughs> Yeah. Sugar, sugar-free I mean, syrup. Sh- sugar-free syrup. And it was actually good, believe it or not. It's, when you say syrup, are you talking like like pancake syrup? Pancake syrup. Okay. Sugar-free. All right. Yeah, you can buy it right there off the shelf. Okay. It, I know. I've got, I've got some, but I, I, wouldn't, I, I would never put it on my ham. Okay. So I, I, I'm going to double dog dare you. I want you to go get some ham steaks. Okay. I want you to get a bottle of that. Hold on. And just, Ham steak. I got to write this down, right, Matt. You know me. Down. I got to write this shit down. Ham right. steaks. I got the sugar-free syrup because that's what my dad uses. So yeah, sugar-free. Now you can get sugar-free blueberry, whatever kind of syrup flavor you want, and you can do the sugar in it. Right? I'll just stick and, with the maple. And just put a half a bottle in a, a little marinating dish. Throw your ham steak in there and uh, smear it on there. Flip it over, you know, a couple of times. Make sure it gets a good coating. Throw it in the fridge for about twenty-four hours. Bring it out and then take it. And throw it in a frying pan. Makes a nice little sear on it. Matt, do you think that Waffle House has good steak? Because <laughs> that's the vibe I'm getting from you. <laughs> they got some of the best steak in Waffle House. Uh, I don't know. I, I always get the, the ham that's got the packet already in it. You know, they right. say, you know, run under hot water. And when the ham comes out, you know, it's already pre-made. You just cut the corner off and just kind of drizzle it over. And we get the spiral cut ham. We don't get the ham steaks. Right. Um, this year... Uh, because my dad living with us, he said, you know, I want to contribute to like Christmas dinner, Christmas day, whatever it is. And he said, food lines got, you know, the hams for 99 cents a pound. Sorry, 99 cents. <laughs> forgot to throw that in there. So he's like, do you mind if I go out there? And, you know, that's my contribution to the, the Christmas dinners. I said, yeah, no problem. Christmas Eve, we have a, what do they call it? A standing rib roast. You know what I'm talking about? It's got like the four bones in it. It's basically the the ribeye or something, which is further down the the loin. 
but that's what we have. And, and that alone was, I think, 60 bucks for, for the rib roast and stuff. Then my dad gets this ham, which is 99 cents a pound. And I think the total ham was like 16 bucks. That's fine. You know, I'm not, not splitting hairs as far as cost difference and all that stuff. But we had, you know, it, it's, it's a four bone uh, standing rib roast. And we probably went through the first one and a half bones as far as cutting the actual meat. So I've got this huge chunk of meat left over. Then Christmas Day, we had the ham, spiral cut ham. And, you know, we made sandwiches and all that stuff. And we have almost, you know, three quarters of the ham left over. Now, my dad bought it. Uh, we cooked it and we did all that stuff. But I sit there and I look at it and, and I'm, my dad has his own food. He's got his own spot in the refrigerator. We've got one of those refrigerators that, you know, the, the top doors open side by side, but the two freezers are down below mm-hmm. the $3,000 refrigerator I was telling you about earlier. <laughs> and it's got a smaller door. Like if you're getting the stuff that you get all the time. So the smaller door opens up. So you don't have to open up the, the refrigerator. You can get like the milk and the, you know, real quick, that type of stuff. That's his side of the refrigerator. And He's got his own stuff over there, and I don't touch his stuff. I don't touch his mustard. I don't touch his mayonnaise. I've got my own mayonnaise. It's that type of thing. He's, he's a roommate. Basically, is what he is. He's a roommate. Do you, do you make him um, measure it before? Or does he make the little marks on? <laughs> yeah. He's got the Where little label he puts on it, you know, yeah. to mark it. Hey, who's been eating my shit? Right. Not that bad, but, you know, I've got respect. And, but the first thing I learned when my dad moved in is he would go in the refrigerator, and eat all our stuff. So when I would go in there and go, Hey, where's, you know, whatever I had, Oh, I ate it. You know, and I was like, Oh, it's the worst roommate ever. So quickly he learned, I'm like, dad, this is your side of the refrigerator. If you want something, you have it here. Now I tell you that to tell you this is now he's bought this ham and I'm looking at it like, Ooh, that'd make good sandwiches. Am I wrong for going? Well, we kind of cooked the ham. Do I have right to that ham without asking him for pieces of that ham? And, you know, my dad's going to be my dad, and he's going to say, hey, um, you know, feel free to help yourself to the ham. And I said, well, you don't have to tell me that. I'm going to take it anyways. But if he was to go, hey, do you mind if I have a piece of that meat? I always, this, it's, I can count, I can't count how many times this has come out of my mouth. Yes, but keep in mind, there are two other people in this house that has to eat off of whatever he's asking for a piece of. And I just I catch myself and it, it's not a good, it's not a good way to live, but right. that it, it would drive me insane. Right. So, so you have total, um, yeah, total rights to the ham. I believe you. I mean, it's your electricity, whatever. He might've bought that, but you got to give the man a courtesy ask. Well, you know, come if, on. if he, if he says, if he says, help yourself to the ham, I will until I'm done eating the ham. And then I'm like, go, dad, are you going to eat the rest of this ham? No. He's like, I might get one more meal out of it. I go, okay, dad, New Year's Eve's coming up. What do you want to do? Cause we still have now two thirds of the ham left. I know the fractions aren't there, but still go with me on this. What do you want to do with this ham? Well, you guys want, no, we're done with the ham. Dad. We're done. How about we bag it up, freeze it and, and use it on New Year's day for sandwiches. He's like, that's a great idea. I said, okay, good. And we're going to do, uh, we got a meat slicer here. So the leftover uh, standing rib roast, you know, we'll pull the bones off and we'll do um, like uh, not a French dip, but we'll, I got a meat slicer. So I'll say, I know, fancy guy here, right? <laughs> yeah. A little au jus on that and just skim through that and, and uh, chop that up for New Year's Day. That's going to be good. We got some white mountain bread, uh, some, mm. some onion rolls, and it should be a good time. It better be a good time. What about black eyed peas? You guys do black eyed peas on New Year's? Well, we have a garden. We have a, a half acre a lot there that we do our gardening stuff. And we always um, either 
well, I can the black IPs that I want because I put um, jalapenos in it. You ever can? You ever can uh, anything before, Matt? I grew up in the mountains, and that's that's what you did every summer. <laughs> that's all you got to do, right? Every summer, <laughs> yeah. And my yeah. dad, he would shuck the peas, and he's got probably you know two one gallon bags full of black IPs, frozen, mm-hmm. not cooked. And then I've got five jars, mason jars of of canned peas, so they're already cooked. All you have to do is open the lid and heat them back up. But the ham hock, when we we cut the ham up, we've got that big bone in ham hock. And I said, you know, here you go, Dad. Here's your black eyed peas uh, for New Year's Day. Or this is for your black eyed peas for New Year's Day. And he's like going, huh? What, <laughs> huh? what are you? Let me, let me let me ask you this. I know that you said you was from Florida. My step my stepfather is from Florida also. But what is the meaning of eating black eyed peas on uh, New Year's? It's it's not the black. Hold on. I got to fix this camera here. It's not the black eyed peas. It's the black eyed peas and collard greens. And what it does is black IPs resembles uh, protein, your life, strength, and the collard green represents money coming into the new year. So when you eat them both together, it's strength and money going into the new year. So I always just heard from my stepdad it was just money. So you got a dollar for every bean that you ate or something like that. You know, there's so many myths out there. I just know that the green, the collard greens represent money and then the beans represent strength, personal strength or anything like that. Awesome. Uh, did you get all the presents that you wanted there, Matt? We still are waiting. Uh, I guess Ding Dong China is all backed up. <laughs> you know, they uh, they need to see a proctologist or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, well we're going to take a quick little break. I want to I wanna dive into that because uh, I've had some stuff I had to do, too. So stick around. We'll be right back. Chill. Right on my side is my ego becomes a fucking child with some more than my tongue. Are you a true crime fanatic always on the hunt for your next fix? Do you enjoy sipping a fresh cup of coffee while delving into the darkest depths of the human psyche? Then you need to tune in to Murder and Coffee. Hey everyone, it's Matt Cochran, your host, and I'm thrilled to be bringing you the latest and greatest in true crime. Each week, I'll take you on a journey into the mind of some of the most notorious killers and the brave individuals who brought them to justice. And of course... We'll be doing it all over a fresh cup of coffee. From serial killers to cults and everything in between, Murder and Coffee has it all. You won't be able to stop listening. So grab your favorite mug and join me as we explore the darkest corners of the human psyche. Because, let's face it, nothing goes better together than Murder and Coffee. Don't miss out on this thrilling podcast. Subscribe to Murder and Coffee on your favorite podcast platforms today. Or visit us at murderandcoffee.com. Murder and Coffee. With me, your host, Matt Cochran. Uh, Matt, I've got some... i got some bad news. Oh, God. What is it? So, we, we did our, our gift exchange. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife and I, and... and I've said this many times that I'm very hard to buy for and all the shopping that I did was online and I did it all from either Amazon or Walmart and I got everything. Everything came. Everything was good. I didn't have to, I had to return one item. Actually, let me take that back. Two items. One I got my wife and one I got my dad. The one thing I got my wife was a, a bird feeder that had a camera built into it. Have you seen those? You've seen them on like, a, Oh I, yes. I, I saw some demos of those. And, but the bird feeder did not connect to your camera. 
or not to the camera, to your phone. There wasn't an app to where you could sit there and watch the camera live. You had to pull out the SD card and you had to put it in your computer. And she's like, this is stupid. I go, yeah, it's pretty stupid. I, I'm not going to sit there and pull this, you know, the little SD card out and plug it in my computer every time I want to look at fucking birds. The fucking birds are right there. I want to look at them on my camera. And I thought that'd be something that would be stress relieving for her. So I took that back. It was like 80 bucks or something like that. And then uh, I bought my dad a... Something for the kitchen because he drips water. <laughs> he's, he's got his hands are constantly wet for some reason. He's walking around dripping water and stuff. But my wife got me a bunch of stuff, and about thirty percent of the stuff that she got me, I I'm having to return because what's that? I said that sounds about right. Good average. Well, I feel bad because you know she bought me a pair of shoes. Now I told you, you know I. I played basketball in my younger years. And I said, you know, the shoes that I have uh, are not good. The the soles are coming off. I said, I need a new pair of shoes. So she bought me a pair of shoes that were not basketball ready shoes. And I said, well, you know, I wanted these to play basketball. She's like, Oh, you told me the story, but I didn't, I thought you wanted like walking around shoes. I'm like, no, I needed walking around shoes, but they need to also double as if I'm going to go out on the court and, you know, shoot some, you know, free throws or whatever. Oh, so we'll take those back. She's like, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. <laughs> so then she, I said, you know, I wanted a whole bunch of printed t-shirts. Now she bought me this one. If you're watching this on the YouTube video, she bought me this one. Oh, Fender. Yep. It's a Fender guitar and, and whatever. Yeah. Uh, she bought me like five or six different printed shirts. Cause I, I'd like to wear them here on the show and you know, just, it, just to be cool. You know, that guy. Oh yeah. And yeah. most of the, she bought me five of them, two of them. I like the other one was like salt life. And I'm like, babe, I said, we're not in Florida anymore. I'm not wearing salt life up here in North Carolina. She's like, oh, but okay, I'll take them back. And then she bought me something else from like some TV show. I'm like going, I mentioned the TV show one time and, you know, I don't need the shirt from it. She's like, oh, I thought you liked the show. I'm like, no, I just mentioned it one time. So we're taking that back. And she like four or five different things she bought me. I'm like, no. And I, I feel bad because. She's like, I really screwed up your Christmas. And I go, no, 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 babe, you didn't. She's like, I, you're just so hard to buy for. And you didn't get anything that I wanted. You didn't like anything, did you? And I go, babe, I said, please, please, please. No, 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 no. I said, everything's fine that you got me. You just get, didn't get me the right style or the right item. or the, you know, I, Yes, I did want a printed T-shirt. I don't want those printed T-shirts, but I want a printed T-shirt. You got me shoes. Yes, I needed shoes, but those aren't the shoes that I wanted. You got me this, and she bought me something here in the studio, and it worked really good, but it wasn't bright enough for here in the studio. I'm like, I tested it up here. I'm like going, it's an atomic clock. I don't know if you know what atomic clock oh, is. Yes. And I said, you know, it's not really bright enough. You really can't see it here in the studio. I said, yeah, so we'll exchange it and send it back and do all this other stuff. She bought me um, Amazon lights, you know, for our bedroom. So I could turn them off with my phone and stuff, and they didn't, they wouldn't connect, they wouldn't do anything. So she's like, "You bought me all, you did so well with me with all the personal stuff. With the, I didn't get you. I suck. I suck as a wife." And I go, no, "Babe, no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine." So she invoked the uh, the the wife's Christmas guilt. 
<laughs> that's what I call that, yeah. But she's done so well, and but she did get me. I needed a new um a new stand for my my chop saw because the chop saw I had, she actually ran into it with the side by side, so all the legs are all fucked up. <laughs> so it's like teetering. <laughs> so she bought me a new one of those, which is great. Uh, she bought me a whole bunch of. Uh, we had a couple security cameras that that went out on the property, and I she bought me even better security cameras, which actually does like human trafficking. No, hold on, human tracking, not human trafficking. Because I looked at it, it said human trafficking. It's Epstein. Of shipping containers out yeah. there, buried somewhere. It's like Epstein's <laughs> Island out here. Okay. But no, the the cameras actually, the ones I have don't move. But these actually will track a human as they walk across the property. Not that a whole lot of people walk across a property. I told you about the lady with the eggs and her nephew. That's why I wanted the damn cameras because <laughs> of the nephew. But she did get me cool things. But the other stuff she yeah. just kind of fell short on. But all the packages came in the mail. Everything was good. I got all my stuff. There was only one package that was late, but it was coming from California. And they actually physically had to print the sign. And I ordered a little bit too late. So so going back to that is we didn't get anything because – what we did is put all of our eggs in one basket, right? You didn't get anything for Christmas? Uh, sure. <laughs> um, <anything>. So <laughs> anyway, I told you I should have invested in uh, some of the uh, lotions and body works. Whatever. So my wife, and I have all daughters and all this and mother-in-laws, what have. So my wife gets all these points. She gets all these promotions, whatever, from Bed Bath & Beyond or Bath & Body Bath & Body, yeah. BB yeah, and B. <laughs> She placed the order there. Uh, it was for everybody's presence, you know. She, you know, and they're like, "Yeah, we shipped it." And then I, I told you about going to the UPS. They're like, "Well, they logically shipped it, but it didn't get physically scanned, and so you need to go back." So basically, that's where we're at, and we're not going to get it. And are they still in limbo? Or are you just saying, "Hey, it's too late. You it, missed the boat. Go ahead and turn around and send it well, back." They, they they said that they're going to go ahead and issue a refund, which I'm still waiting on two weeks later. I, where are you buying? Where are you buying this? Amazon. I will do a return on Amazon, and when I hit when I hit you know return, they will send me the the slip and automatically credit my account within forty eight hours, and then they'll basically go if we don't get this by February first or something like that, we're going to go ahead and charge you that again. So I agree with you, and we do a lot of that. But here's the problem: is with Amazon doing buying the same products, they don't transfer all the points that. My wife has built up over the years the birthday points, the coupons, the triple, double off of the stuff that they've already marked up 500%. Right. To make, it make you think you're getting a good deal and stuff. So that's, um, this is the first time it's happened with us uh, there. But yeah, so we're still waiting, still waiting on either the products or the refund. We might have got the refund. I don't know. <laughs> you don't but, look at the bank account? That's not your job? <laughs> uh, no, I do. I do look at the bank account, but I can't. There's so many purchases for the lotion and that on there. I can't tell what's coming and going. I, I gave up on that a long time ago. So you didn't, you were sitting around Christmas dinner. You didn't have any presents or anything to open up. Just you and the missus sitting there looking deep yeah. into each other's eyes and go, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Here's your ham steak with sugar-free syrup on it. <laughs> no, I went, I, I Enjoy. Bon appetit, you know. I went down to the local grocery store and got her a nice little present, and um, you know they got a nice. Hold little- <laughs> hold on, what did you what did you get a nice little present at the food line or food city or wherever yeah, you shop? City. Yeah, yeah, food city. No, they have a actually they have a really nice uh, floral department and all these uh, uh, homemade candles. Come and on, things like that. So, come yeah. on. No, it, it is at least the price they charge for them, and they have a nice label on them. They do fancy label on them. <laughs> I figure you know I took the time to. Uh, 
saute the ham in syrup and uh, heat up some frozen peas and some instant mashed potatoes. It's the least you could do. <laughs> what, what else? So, but no, overall, I guess the biggest thing was we didn't get to see the kids or the, the grandkids, but they were going to come over. Well, they were going to come over this weekend, but now they're saying next weekend because it's always something whatever. But either way, I got to. Well, this weekend's New Year's Eve, so I can see where they're all going, hey, we're yeah. coming over, Pops. No, no, it's New Year's Eve. We can't go yeah. over there. And they're like going, oh, shit, uh, next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they've already overcommitted because it was like the, the Christmas guilt with them kicked in. is like, oh, we're going to come over. And then I started getting texts. Uh, maybe the next week. So, <laughs> Something popped up. It's not good this week. but You know, Christmas guilt is, is, is true. Hey, I meant to tell you, though, as far as you need to establish some Christmas rules with your wife. What why? Kind of, why? Right, right, why do right, I need right. rules? R- write this down. Get All right. Jeez, hold on. Right. Underneath Get the ham and the syrup, whatever yeah. I'm getting. I'm very experienced in, in this stuff. So. Christmas rules number one by Matt Cochran. All right, number never one. What do you got? Allow, never allow your wife to buy you clothing for Christmas. You yep. pick out your own clothing. No. I'm going to say no to that one. You know why? Have you seen a lot of guys dress themselves? And the wife goes, you're not wearing that, are you? And you're like, oh, no, I was just going to wear this around the house until you told me what I'm supposed to wear. (laughs) Well, actually, yeah, I kind of know what you're saying because I I have a lot of clothes that I've had for like 15 years as holes in them. I'm like, they're still good. Yeah. What's the second rule? Second rule. Second rule, no gadgets because only men know what gadgets they need. My wife's done pretty good as far as getting me gadgets. She's got me some pretty cool, neat, neat looking things. It's just that. No, she's done good. So I'm going to, all right, for other husbands and wives, but she's done well with me. Sometimes they're not the, exactly the right thing, but they're the actual item that I want. Like I wanted remote control lights. I just didn't want this kind. So, all right. What's exactly. That's, that goes back to my point is you knew what you wanted, but you've got to. So another sub rule to that is mm-hmm. that you've got to go in about a month or two on the Amazon, whatever your shopping cart is, mm-hmm. and start putting the things that you like in your wish list. Mm-hmm. And that way, when she starts stroll, uh, scrolling through, she knows what you're you're doing. And then number four, just settle upon either a gift card, no gift cards, or, are- a, or a fake spiral ham, and be good. <laughs> no, and go on. no gift cards, no gift cards. And uh, we have two separate Amazon accounts just for Christmas. That's the only reason why we have two separate Amazon accounts because she buys all her horse stuff through Amazon. If I was to see those those tally sheets when they come through, oh man, I don't even want to know. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you, you could actually leave a laptop open with your account up in your wish list there. Um, Hello? No. <laughs> Why are the keys all sticky? <laughs> okay, so just print the thing out and accidentally mail it to her from somebody that she doesn't know. <laughs> I um, I did look for something on uh, online for her, and uh, it, it, it the price of it blew my fucking mind. And uh, I'll dive in that when we come back. So stick around. We'll be right back.
No, Matt. Matt, you do not want to meet my dad. <laughs> Everyone says that. Everyone says that. They were like going, oh, man, you know, I like your shows and stuff, and you talk about your dad a lot. I want to meet your dad. I'm like going, you're going to be really, really disappointed. It's like talking to a mole on a, or a ward on a frog type deal. <laughs> what? what He's just not interesting. He's he is he is he's not interesting at all in the in the least least or whatever. He has to have some kind of stories that he can tell. It's funny. No, he doesn't. (laughs) He absolutely does not. He'll 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 comment on things. I mean, he's very very. I that's where I get my dry wit humor from. I didn't realize it until he moved in because I never really hung out. Not what was me. Daddy never loved me. No, but. Like some of the stuff that he says, I would catch myself saying, taking the same angle on a conversation. I would go, yeah, I would say that too. (laughs) So so like if something good happens to you and you say, dad, this, this awesome thing just happened to me. And he looks at you and says, well, it's better than a a poking eye with a blunt stick. Something like that. Yeah. You know, just kind (laughs) of fucking knock those feelings right down. Thanks a lot, dad. You you think you had it bad. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get into dad talk. This isn't dad talk. No, no, no. Um, One thing that I, I do want to talk about is I, um, you were talking about you bought all this stuff online and I did all my, my Christmas shopping online. I bought, I have my own bathroom and let me, let me clarify this. So in our bedroom, we have a master bathroom or owner's bathroom. If you want to be fucking politically correct or whatever. And it's a, a nice, good size. I mean, it's probably 10 by 10 by 12, 10 by 11 or something like that. It's got a, you know, walk-in shower, uh, jacuzzi tub on one side, but the toilet is in a closet. You know how they do those toilets where you've got your own little closet. So if you go, you know, <laughs> you're in your own little booth there, your own little stink pad. And that's my toilet. That's my, t- and hers is out in the hallway because she does all her other stuff in the hallway, in the other bathroom. <laughs> and so it got to the point where I had to buy a new toilet seat. It, you know, the wooden ones, they cut kind of warp, not to get too disgusting or anything, but it is water and you're, you are dealing with wood and the wood gets kind of bad and everything. I said, babe, I said, I want a brand new toilet seat. She's like, all right, what kind do you want? I said, I want one of those slow clothes. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. It has to be plastic and it has to be the color of the, the toilet. That's the only, I mean, that's pretty much, you know, when you're picking out a toilet, 40 bucks for a goddamn uh, yes. toilet seat and from Kohler. And I go, okay, this is this is good. You know, I put the thing on there, and you know the bolts that hold through the through the bowl itself, the metal bolts, the back of them were plastic. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, so that I guess it doesn't rust or anything like that. The problem the to- <laughs> the problem with the toilet seat that I have is that when I sit on it, it goes to the side a little bit, and I go, what the fuck? So, you know. I wait for all the admissions to leave the bathroom and I go in there and I'm like, well, maybe the bolt's not tight and I'm tightening and tightening tight, and I'm tightening up this plastic nut on the back of this bolt and it's doing this tight, 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 click loose, tight, 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 click loose. Fucking threads are stripped. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I got this plastic nut that's underneath my toilet seat and I spent 40 fucking dollars on this slow, close toilet seat. Right. So now not only do I have to, calmly sit down on the toilet seat so it doesn't go off to the side my wife doesn't know this is happening she sits on and goes every time i sit on i fall off the side of the toilet i said then you don't use my toilet 
Well, what you got to do is put some uh, Loctite on those on those things or some Gorilla Glue or something like that. Gorilla Glue yeah. is going to be permanent. I'd rather put Loctite on there. I was going to think about putting Teflon tape on there, but it's pl- they're plastic. You've seen them before. Well, you replace a toilet seat. Yeah. yeah, they they it's going to be that way. Either get some new ones or put some Loctite on there or Gorilla Glue or weld them shut with some, what is that, Wilder's Glue or Wilder's Weld. <laughs> JB Weld? JB Weld, yeah, that's what I'm trying to think about. I want to take the toilet seat off at one time or some time, and it's one of those toilet seats where it says, look, it's the easy removal, so you can it physically right. unclicks, and you can pull the toilet seat off if you need to wipe and clean stuff, and then it clicks back in. Oh, man, there is no easy removal when it comes to toilet seats. Uh, you, you just got to get in there and scrub, especially if you just grab a toothbrush that's sitting on the counter there. No, no, no. And you don't have to worry about pulling that off. You just spray it down with some Lysol or some um, salt water. You're good to go. Right? But for salt water? What do you got a fucking <laughs> koi pond out front you're doing something with? <laughs> I don't know. It sounded good, though. But anyway, so I was like, I was so pissed. It was 40 bucks for that fucking toilet seat and the, the, the plastic washers on the. God damn it. I was just so pissed. <laughs> And she's like, I can't use your bathroom anymore. I'm like, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, so there's a plus and a minus there, right? Glass is half empty, half full. It's half empty for her and half full for you. Well, the toilet's she's half full. It, but I mean, you, you think about it anyway. You can deal with it as a man if you just get to keep it as yourself. Because, I mean, how many times a day do you go in there and do the number two or whatever you want to do <laughs> versus the number one, right? Matt, you don't know me very well, do you? Okay. You well. should listen to the past shows as far as... <laughs> Well, wait till you eat some of that spiral ham with the sugar-free syrup. Uh, <laughs> then you'll have to get some bowls. But um, I don't know, man. Go get get. You bought a forty-dollar one. Go get a eighty-dollar one. No, I want the forty-dollar one. I'm better off with the fucking wooden one that I had that was falling you know, apart. I saw where the Japanese, you know, they're they're miracle people that can come up with anything. Don't they have one that uh, as soon as they come in, it senses you and it lifts up and down and all of this stuff. And they have one of those butt days. You, put in you mean that's what, you mean bud days? No, no. I grew up in the south. It's butt days. <laughs> and one of the things I was going to get my wife for for Christmas because she's hard to buy too. You know, she her hobbies. You know, riding horses and whatnot. And I said, you know what? We've got this. Uh, you know what a Gen Air uh, stove stove is? Gen Air. Yes. So a brand new one. Not to sit here and brag about my three thousand dollar refrigerator, but a brand new Gen Air okay. stove. Which is gas on top. We have propane out here in the country because we live out in the middle of nowhere. And the oven down below. Electricity out there. <laughs> well, just propane. We got windmills and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the stove is electric, mm-hmm. and the grates on top of the gas stove are cast iron. Those real nice cast iron grates mm-hmm. that are on top. And you know they have they come up if you're watching this on the YouTube video. The grates come up and there's like six of them like this. And they hold the pot over the flame, right? So like two of them, the little fingers are broken off. And I said, you know, it'd be nice if we had a, a nice set on on this. Instead of this, we can't use this back burner unless the pot is, you know, more than nine inches wide. Um, so I said, well, let me find some cast iron grates for the Gen Air stove. Two of them, Matt. Two of them. Two. The front and the back, because they've got these grooves on them that they only fit, you know, Jaguar gasoline with Jaguar cars type deal. These grates sit in there for two of them, $175. My God. I've got left side and the right side. $175 for these cast iron grates. And I'm like going, get the, if I was going to buy all four of them, 
That's over 400 or math is hard for me sometimes, but I mean, that's over 300 some odd dollars for just stuff on the top of the stove. I said, well, let me look at other parts for this stupid stove, the handle or the, the drip pans that are underneath it. Each one is $180 for the drip pans. Oh my God. You bought a Ferrari. <laughs> well, no, it came with the house. So we're still paying for it. Okay. And I told my wife, I said, you know, this is like early, early shopping for Christmas. I said, you know, I said, do you want to replace the the grates? Well, that'd be nice. I said, well, are you willing for us to spend, you know, $175 on? She's like, hell no. (laughs) Hell no, I'm not. No, you could spend $175 on something I'd like, not $175 on a goddamn stovetop. (laughs) Well, hey, listen, I, I, I kind of feel your pain, but my, mine's not $175 slash $400 thing. So where we moved into, it has one of the old electric stoves with the with the eyes there. And we moved from a flat top stove with the glass tom. Yeah. And so I hate those this things. One, hey, well, yeah, they're hard to clean, but yeah. they don't cook that much unless it's spiral ham. Um, anyway, uh, so ours is, uh, they didn't put the, um, you know, the little silver pans down. They go underneath those things. So they're, they're misfitted. So every time you cook something, if it's an egg, it's uneven. It's like this. <laughs> you got to prop up the other side. And I've looked at Lowe's. I've looked at Home Depot. And I, I, this must be some kind of weird um, new Al Gore math measurement or something on these things. I can't find the right pans to fit there. So the little grooves like you were talking about. Would fit there. So. What kind of stove is it? It, it? It's the coil stove, right? Is that what you're talking about? The coil top? Yeah. The coil top, yeah, the kind that you, uh, yeah, that you. They kind of plug into the thing. Yeah, yeah, so um, it's a little, well, they still sell them. It's it's not totally outdated, but. So uh, you're saying anyway. there's there's no generic um, four-dish thing, because I've seen them at, at Walmart yeah, for like 20 bucks. Over, no, I've, I've looked, and I've actually bought like three or four different sets and, and measurements and what, and each one of them are the same thing. So uh, two of them fit. Two of the smaller eyes fit. Like <laughs> Only cook on those two. <laughs> well, that's what I've been doing. But then you got this little small service. And then when I go cook my spiral ham with the fake syrup on it and fry, <laughs> you have to have the thing right in the center of uh, of of the eye because it's only heating the pan up right in that center. And you get some radiating heat on the side, but it's nothing like having the full thing. But, but anyway, I feel your pain. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I know those hundred dollar ones. That I can't even find the two dollar ones to fit mine. Hey, I tried the dollar store, the dollar general, the family, the five. You're going to the wrong dollar. store. You gotta, you gotta buy it online. But then again, where you live, the fucking UPS is gonna lose it. <laughs> they will. Now they'll probably uh, ship it from. I don't know why it is, but everything comes from Ding Dong China. Yeah, <laughs> you're shopping on the wrong websites. Oh no. My my wife, I'm gonna tell you, she's a very, very smart woman. The position that she holds at work, she's very, very smart. Ask her for change for a dollar, ruins it. She's an idiot. <laughs> but which is weird because she works in banking, but what she she doesn't deal with numbers physically per se. She deals with SOPs and you know, order order of processing and, and all that stuff. She d- deals with the verbal end of it, not necessarily the, the financial end of it, money-wise. I mean, there are some things in there. One of the things, I, I go on TikTok, and I watch TikTok just to get, like, little snippets of stuff, like anyone else. 
And there's a, a TikTok video on, on there one time that, that talks about people with ADHD and focusability. Now, my wife takes medicine like most single, not single white females, but most white females take, and we know what that is, mm-hmm. and starts with, starts with A and ends with a raw. Radal. And she takes it, and man, I've, t- I've taken one, you know, yeah. nah, don't arrest me there, Popo. I've taken one, and we were out at, uh, I forget, oh, we were at Jackson's Hole, and we were sitting at the bar, and I took one, and man, I was fucking laser focused on everything that was going on, and we were sitting there, and I was talking to the bartender, and we were, you know, blah, blah, and she's like, you want something to eat? I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. And she's like, yeah, it's the Adderall. It's not making you um, hungry or anything. She's like, you need to eat something. You need to <laughs> slow that down a little bit. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. But if she opens up the refrigerator and takes something out of the refrigerator, let's say a jar of pickles, and takes a pickle out, puts a lid back on it, and then walks away. So I physically have to behind her all the time, take the pickle jar, put it back in the refrigerator. So I came across this TikTok video that said, you know, hey, people with this kind of quote unquote disorder where they, they take something out, they use it and they don't put it away. You have to you have to tell them, don't put it down, put it away. Don't put it down, put it away. So um, the other day uh, we were wrapping up Christmas dinner and she's grabbing like, you know, the, the cellophane and, and putting it on top of the, the dishes and stuff and putting the dishes away, but leads the cellophane out. And I grab the cellophane and I go, babe, don't put it down, put it away. She looks at me like, going, what are you talking about? I said, babe, think about it. Don't put this down, <laughs> put it away. You had it in your hand. You were done with it. Put it away. And I myself physically have to run that through my mind. Now, granted, like I said, she's, she's a very important por- person, what she does and, and what she, you know, her job and everything, she's got 50 million different things going on in her mind. But I have to take her and slow her down and say, don't put it down, put it away. Have you, have you run into anything like that? Is, I know the missus and you, it's just the two of you in the house. So, Well, yeah, yeah. So she, um, <clears throat> well, uh, apparently. That's, yeah, be careful. She's going to listen to this. <laughs> Kick your ass later on. No, 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 you think I want? She's hitting you with a pan. Uh, no, apparently this is a issue with my uh, dirty clothes. Uh, she needs to tell me put it in the hamper instead of the floor. Uh, Matt, there's a difference yeah. between us guys. When we, I've got clothes. I've got house clothes. When we don't put it in the hamper, if you put it in the hamper, it's done, right? You don't. You never go back to it. There are. I'm not, I know. I'm telling you, you've got a pair of shorts that you will wear for four or five days in a row. Because you're in the house, and, and so where where does it go? It goes on the floor because hey, I'm not done wearing, I'm not done, I'm not finishing, done wearing that. And I've tried to explain that to her is that it's the guy's clothing filing system. Yes. All right? So you know, it, in the floor means depending on where it's at in the floor, the further away <laughs> from the hamper means that it's good for another two or three days. And then when it hits about the middle of the floor, you start doing the sniff test, <laughs> and the sniff test allows you to see if you go to the third. A day with it or the hamper, but uh, that doesn't play here. But I, I get where your wife gets uh, laser focused on uh, put it away or put it down is because I was on uh, the A for a while um, at one point, and it does make you like you have to be very specific in what you say. Yes, you you will do every detail A A. A plus B, A plus C, and then, and you will check off every detail. And so I understand where she's coming from on there and where you're going with it. But, uh, but I don't know if, if does that, 
keep her from doing that? Like, does does the the Adderall pill keep her from putting stuff away, or is that just the nature? I don't I don't know who I'm fighting. Am I fighting her, or am I fighting the chemical? Well, that's see, that's where I'm. Chem- that's where I'm going at. That, that, that's a hard question to answer because I don't know your wife. I don't know her personality. <laughs> just, knowing, just knowing folks in general play, I don't want to say the other gender, but uh, I know with myself is that, yeah, you got to do that. Even if I'm not on the, the A now, I still like to be told, you know, yes or no, I have to put everything in the hamper. You know, I have to, I have to put, yes, I have to put soap in the dishes and let them pre-soak before we, and I have to scrub them out before we put them in the dishwasher. Yes. So when you, when you do the hamper thing, this is what, cause I fight, I fight that hamper thing. We have a hamper, but I don't do the laundry. So I'm like going, I'll put it in the hamper, but who's going to do the laundry? Cause you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't do the laundry, but what I do with the hamper is instead of like tucking it right, like pushing it in and pushing all the stuff down, I'll stick it on the side of the hamper. Like I'll come back, you know what I mean? Cause I got a pair of house pants that I, that's what I call them house pants. When I wake up in the morning, it's cold here in North Carolina, just like it is in Tennessee. And I put the pants like kind of hanging over the side of the the hamper so when i get up in the morning my nice fleece pants that i wore the night before are sitting there in the hamper i'll put them right back on hey, and and uh we're giving away bro secrets but that's a way to skirt the system yeah because i do the exact same thing because i'm looking at my hamper right now and there's like three one here. two three you can't even see the lip of the hamper and then like a a, a towel i only used the towel once or twice i don't know it's still good you know, it's, yeah. it's right here it's right beside the hamper but it's kind of at the hamper so it technically if i was a lawyer i could i could uh, argue, <laughs> argue the case i object i object i feel your pain all right well when we come back uh something happened to me for the first time and I, well i don't know how to start the conversation but i'll start the conversation when we go back i i did something and took something that i never thought i would take and the results of, of what i did so stick around we'll be right back she's a part-timer no matter she always had a thing for a songwriter. She's a phone-breaking boozer, a credit card loser, but her mama and her daddy are proud. Blonde hair, blue eyes, bouncing off the walls. White girls, white wine, and Matt. <laughs> yes, what's up, Jane? No, I'm Travis. No, Travis. And I'm just messing with you. Um, well, I was going to say, how often do you go to the doctor? But I think you need to go a little bit more frequent, whatever the answer is. Uh, how often do you go to the doctor? I try to go at least once once every two years. Once every two years, really? Until recently, yeah. No, what? seriously, I do, I do my once a year. Uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, the older I get, the more little issues that keep popping up. Like what? Well, uh, of course, I've got the uh, well, I got the high blood pressure, mm-hmm. of course, which uh, I love those medications, and then uh, sleep apnea, which comes along with that. And then, do you do uh, the CPAP thing, or have you tried the <laughs> mask yeah. on your face, or no? Oh yeah, I've been doing the CPAP now for about seven years. I feel like a fighter pilot every time I start playing Top Gun. Does it? Does I'm it? Playing. Does it honestly help though? Does oh my it, God, yes. Does it really? It, it changed. It changed my life. Now, when I first got it, though, it took me about four months uh, before I actually uh, accepted it. Uh, I had to use it. I threw it off, and I said, "I'll never use this again." And whatever. 
but yeah, once I started using it, oh, I was totally refreshed. It, it was, uh, I can't, I can't sleep without it now. Well, I mean, I know you mentioned Shane and stuff and thanks for filling in for Shane here. Um, his, that's what his wife does. She is a sleep apnea, uh, statistician I don't know if that's the right word, but she's the one who does like the sleep study and, and looks at all the, you know, the meters and all that stuff and then not prescribes you, but you know, sets you up with the right thing. And Shane says, you know, I've, I've been trying to do this for years. He's like, I, I fight it all the time. He's like, I cannot do it because it constantly blows air in your mouth and you're constantly fighting that thing. So I just want another perspective. So you have the CPAP machine. I, I do. And, and one of the things that um, I think maybe he was going through and a lot of folks go through is that, you know, you got to, first of all, you got to keep trying it. But second, is you got to find the right mask that fits what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And once you, you do that, and then you start slowly incorporating it in a little bit, it's it's amazing. It's a life changer if you have real sleep apnea. So when you go to the doctor, and who prescribes your prescriptions? Is it a regular doctor? Like uh, we have Atrium here in, in North Carolina. No, I go to the, I go to the uh, good old VA, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a, a slogan or amongst, it's not their official slogan, but <laughs> amongst, uh, you know, amongst all of their, um, the patients and everybody that goes there says, go to the VA and stay all day for anything. I've, I've heard that. Yes. Yeah. But uh, they've been really good to me. They, they treat me, but it's a matter of like getting in and trying to do anything and God help you if you have to call somebody because I spent uh, two hours, I think one day just trying to get in and leave a message for my primary care guy going through their phone tree. 15 to. Can you, can you make a physical appointment or is it just first come first serve? Like you got all these guys from like Vietnam and missing an arm and all that stuff or, or how does that work? I, I, Cause I don't no, know. It, no, it works exactly like a, a, your primary care. You, you make your appointments. Um, but when you make them, they're, they're fine, but they're usually like three or four months out. If you need some something that uh, they offer that they don't, then they go, uh, they send you to what's called community care. And then, which is, means you go to a regular non-civilian doctor. If it's anything like and, community college, you are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they send you to the, like reputable places, but you don't know. They're like, um, so recently I had some issues, heart issues or whatever. And they're like, oh, you need to have a uh, stress test automatically and a scan automatically of this, that, and the other. Oh, uh, this is urgent, whatever. I'm still waiting to get an appointment. And then all of a sudden, you're three or four months in, you call, you can't get any updates. And then all of a sudden, you'll get a letter out of the mail. Oh, you need to be at this particular hospital at uh, or provider <laughs> uh, tomorrow at 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you got 12 hours to get there. Yeah, it's like, hurry up and wait. And so you never know. But again, overall, their, their, their service has been really good to me. But it's like, you cannot ever talk to anyone there. and you can email them or whatever, but my last doctor, so I just switched because I moved from Nashville to um, East Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So I just switched uh, VAs, which meant I got a new doctor. So my new doctor now here at the VA, oh, I, I don't know what to think of him yet. I saw him. He's my primary care, but he's an old retired um, major that was from the Marine Corps. Well, that's what so, I was going to ask you. Are the doctors that are in the VA, are they veterans as well? Or are they like, you know, hello, I'm uh, Manak Singh, and I'm here from, you know, and you're like, you know, where'd you come from there, Rahmad? Well, it, it could be both. Uh, it, they does, it doesn't matter. This was just, I guess, luck of the draw. I mean, they could have been uh, a veteran that served and wanted to do that, but they hire civilians too. Oh, do they? And, okay. Uh, that's what, That was my question. Yeah. So, and some of the best ones I've had had been civilians, but then I go into this 
this one doctor that I just saw uh, got transferred to here uh, in, in uh, East Tennessee. And like I said, he's this old, tired, retired Marine Corps. And he goes, oh, I'll tell you what your damn problem is right now. He is in the damn army. You don't know how to follow instructions. Oh, Jesus, you? shut the fuck up and cut this mole off my hand already. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here bleeding out of my arteries. Like, put a damn piece of dirt on it and go off. You fucking pussy. <laughs> Drop and give me 20. I was like, Okay. Yeah, I could, I could see that. But, I mean, you know, you always – I hear about, like, the VA hospital. And in my mind, you know, you, you've got, you know, civilian doctors. And I go to civilian doctor. Our insurance plan allows me to go twice a year, which is great. I get blood work done. I get, you know, physical twice a year, make sure I'm, you know, tip-top shape and all that stuff. And then I think about, like, the VA hospital. And it's kind of like, you know, the dredges of war. And, you know, this guy's not going to make it. Don't give him any – don't waste any medicine on this guy. He's going to be dead in five years. But this right. young guy coming in, you know, let's give him all the medication. Does it work like that? Or is, is no. am I just making this movie in my head that, that plays on a reel that loops over and over? Well, you're just hearing a bunch of bullshit from the years going. Yeah. Maybe it used to be like that, but uh, I've been going to them since I got back uh, for at least over 10 years now. No, man, they have, they have, some VAs are better than others. Uh, Like the ones in Nashville, they're attached to uh, Vanderbilt Hospital. So like if you need uh, scans, blah, 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 whatever you need is like doctors say, hey, you need this. And you just walk down the hall and you get it. And it's. It's it's just like going to your primary doctor. The only problem is sometimes if if you don't if you don't take that appointment or you have to reschedule that appointment, you're going to have to wait three or four months to get another appointment. <laughs> so they say you, three or four months, but it's usually eight months, right? Uh, it it could be. You, you never know. Uh, but I mean, the care is really good. It's 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 very. It's it's not like what you're thinking. The treasures of war and like. Oh, this one lost uh, three <laughs> fingers, two arms, a toe, and a nose. Yeah, uh, right. He <laughs> came out and stuff. Soldier, but, you know how to read and write? No, this one's gone. Let's get him out of here <laughs> down the road. Yeah. So, but it's it's not that bad. It's just um, it's just waiting. You never know. And like the worst part about it is, is that they will just surprise you just out of the blues. Like, oh. um, you have an appointment tomorrow. <laughs> Dufresne, party of two. Dufresne, party of two. <laughs> oh, that's our little meter went off, like waiting for a restaurant, you know, reservation at a restaurant. And then if you have to cancel, you're like, shit, do I go? Do I take off from work? Do I go? Do, what do I do? Because if I cancel or have to reschedule, it's going to be another year before. Exactly. Kind of thing. So I have a mixture of um, private private and and use the va and stuff but um i tell everybody i'm the walking real life cousin eddie from christmas vacation <laughs> i thought you said you were brad pitt <laughs> well uh well brad pitt turned into cousin eddie right? right so uh but anyway yeah so um i had some issues that happened whenever i was um over in iraq or what have you Got injured and got sent back, and uh, so I've got a bunch of government metal and plastic in my hip where they had to replace it, and I hadn't been feeling right since. Every time I get near the microwave or the the washing machine, I piss <laughs> myself. That's not good. Ah. So I get uh I get my physical twice a year. Everything checks out fine, and over the years, I and I know what the issue is. Uh, one, I'm I'm probably. I could be a little bit skinnier. I'm working on the, the whole 30 diet. I've lost, like I said, uh, 26 pounds in about two months time, which is good. Um, probably put 10 pounds on this past holiday weekend. Uh, but still, you know, I know what my issues are. I don't eat bad. 
Um, I just don't eat that well. Uh, we don't have any like fast food joints or anything out here. Um, this is the main, this is the main thing that, that, that knocks me down a little bit. And so the drive to my doctor, my primary doctor, civilian doctor, I'm not, you know, a veteran or anything. Thank you for your service, by the way. And it's an hour drive to my doctor. So when I get there, the first thing they do is they, they, they do the blood pressure and it's always like 150 over like 102 or something like that. I'm like going, yeah, I know. And they're like, going, did you drive here? I'm like, yeah, well, we'll take it at the end of the, the session. And when you calm down and they do it again, of course, it's like, like around 135 over 98, which is still high, but still it's, it's, it's okay. Acceptable. Yeah. So after, uh, you know, four years of those type measurements, those readings and stuff, uh, the doctor that I had says, well, we'll put you on a low dose of high blood pressure medicine. I said, okay. And then um, I actually, past shows, I've talked about this before, and I'll bring it up again just to refresh everyone's mind. I've fallen off the roof twice. Working up, working on, working on the property here. We've got a lean-to, which is basically it's a shed that the horses run into, and I was putting up, you know, shingles on it, and the ladder slipped and broke underneath me, and I bam on the concrete. Uh, I've done that twice, so I've got two vertebrae that are completely crushed on my back. Now I tell you that to tell you this: that you know, when you're a guy <laughs> and you're trying to be intimate, that those crushed vertebrae do not help. No. So positioning, motion, all that stuff kind of deflates the purpose sometimes, if you, if you understand right. what I'm saying. Right. So I've been dealing with it for the last three or four years or so. And I told my doctor, I'm like, hey, you know, doctor, this is, this is what's going on. So she prescribed me something for my back. It's meloxicam. It's like a high dose um, ibuprofen or something like that. Try this. And then if it gets really, really bad, try this one. This one knocks you out. This one helps you manage. So I'm like, all right. So I do the manage one. The manage one works, but y'all, I only take it as needed. So if I've been working out on the property for a long period of time and I'm like, going, oh, my back's going to be tight when I wake up in the morning, I'll go ahead and take this before I go to bed, wake up in the morning, her, 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 everything's good. But now that I'm on this blood pressure medicine, things are different. If you know what I mean. I do. So right. I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to be as, 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 Gentle me, gentle, gentle, gentlely. I'm just trying to be cool about this. Sorry. <laughs> now go, go ahead. So I asked, I, the, I said, doctor, you know, I said this, I'm dealing with my back problem. I'm dealing with my high blood pressure and I'm trying to be intimate with my wife at the same time. Right. She's like, well, what do you want me to do? Cause she wants to hear it from my, from me. I said, is there anything that we can do with the medication? Back it off. You know, is there a different thing? She's like, well, I can, you need to stay on this medication, but I can prescribe this. And I go, well, what is this? She's like, <laughs> she goes, this is generic, whatever the, the thing is. Boner pills. Blue pill. Yeah. Well, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. not blue, but yeah, it's, it's that. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, I thought in my life, I would never, never, ever, ever ever have to do that and everything's been fine between my wife and I you know sometimes you know it happens sometimes it doesn't it's okay you know we we still have a very very healthy lifestyle mm -hmm. but one I think it was Christmas Eve Christmas Day or something like that Christmas Eve we were talking about it she's like well you know you've got those pills in there you know why don't you uh you know tr tr try one <laughs> <laughs> like I'm taking ecstasy or something like that. I said, well, babe, we'll, we'll think about it. You know, we're sitting around the fire drinking beers and stuff. So 
I, I look at it before we go to bed. She goes, here it is, you know, full jar, full bottle, 900 something dollars for that thing, oh, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay it. Uh, insurance covered most of it under, right. and it was like, I think it was like $6, something stupid like that. Right. She's like, here it is. And I said, well, read the, I do not take pills at all, Matt. Matt, I do not take any pills. I barely take aspirin. I barely take, I, t- I take vitamins all day long. Um, I take milk thistle. I take uh, uh, because of the beer. <laughs> Duh! <laughs> I've been there. I've done that. I know what cranberry something, crushed juniper this, and uh, ginger this. I do uh, um, cayenne pepper in my drink. I do all that natural stuff as much as I possibly can. So, to take something like this, I'm like going, "What's going to happen? You know, what it, does this work? How does it know where to go?" <laughs> so she's reading it. She's like, "One hour before sexual activity, take the pill and and see what happens." That basically is what it says. So I said, "All right." So I wake up, and you know, it, it's at five o'clock in the morning. I got to go to the bathroom, and I said, "Well, I'll take it when I wake up at five o'clock to go to the bathroom." And she's like, "Yeah, that's fine." She's like, "Let me know what happens." Oh, I'll let you know. <laughs> So I go to the bathroom and it's sitting there on my little, uh, uh, my little sink top there. And I go, all right, well, here we go. Take one, drink my, my cayenne infused water, drink that down and I'll lay in bed and I'm trying to go back to sleep. I get this rush. Have you not to get in your own personal business? Have you ever taken one before? Oh yes. Okay. Okay. I've, so I've been warned. So this is the first time I've ever taken it before. I get this rush in my face, in my head. And I can hear, I wear earplugs at night, so I can hear my heart in my ears, you know, because when you wear earplugs, you hear that, you feel that. Then I get this flush through my chest, and this is like 30 minutes into it. And I'm like, all right. Then I'm like going, all right, so what's happening here? Am I having a heart attack? Am I dying? And then... And I'm sitting there, I'm like going, oh, all right. Whoa, all right. So I kind of like, I'm laying there, kind of roll over a little bit, and it goes away. And I'm like, ah. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I'll go back to sleep. 30 minutes later again. We're going to need a bigger boat. Hello. I felt like I was 20 years old again. I kid you. I'm like, there's no way that this acts. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Now I know why people were taking it like ecstasy parties. Because when you take ecstasy and all that stuff, you know, you have problems with doing it. And they would pop those pills and have these ecstasy parties. Fuck fest parties. <laughs> I'm like, holy Jesus. So I just wanted to throw this. This is my personal experience. The first time I've ever done that before. Right. Well, let, let me tell you. Okay. So it, it, it's, it's very similar to what uh, happened to me. So after uh, two or three years or so ago, whenever I had my hip replacement mm-hmm. surgery, I had all of this. And then I'm on the blood pressure medicine. Yeah. Little, little Willie can't go to school anymore. And so I go to the doctor and he's like, oh, I'm explaining this to us. He's looking over my charts. <laughs> Again, this is at the VA, right? So I have no idea what are they going to do. They're going to take me in there and shoot me or or what? You know, I don't know. They euthanize me because I can't reproduce. Mm-hmm. And then anyway, I'm telling him this. He goes like, well, you know, your cholesterol is pretty high. I was like, yeah, I know that. I, I smoke, drink, and don't exercise. What do you expect? And I eat processed meat. And he's like, don't tell me that. He said, 
I said, but I still have this problem like you. I want to do this. He said, well, listen, I'm going to give you some of these little, I call them little blue pills because that's what they used to be called. Right. Um, and he's like, you know, I really don't want to do this. He says, I'm going to give you five of them. I said, well, why? What's the hesitation? Sample he pack. Said, he said, well, if you take these and all of a sudden you have a cardiac episode or something <laughs> or a heart attack, they can't give you nitro and you're going to die. So I was like, boner or die? Boner or die? Like, <laughs> fuck or fucked? Oh, fuck yeah. or fucked? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me give it a boner. At least I can go away happy. Right. You know, chaloo. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. But uh, those pills were actually designed for high blood pressure. But during the tr uh, clinical trials, they discovered that instead of lowering blood pressure, it all helped with the... Uh, right. The yeah, 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 yeah. Getting blood flow to the certain areas. Yeah. So, but here's here, the moral to my story is, and you can take this uh, however you want to, is that if you ever take some and you're in the middle of it and you have a heart attack and you can still talk, tell them that you took it and don't let them give you nitro because you're going to die. Oh, Jesus. Well, there you go. Note to self. See, you got to keep a notepad when you're talking to me. You say, there's another note. Right. But I feel your pain, man. Well, good. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, guys, you know, you see the hymns commercials all the time, you know, and they, they've got now hers commercials, you know, for, oh, women, are you depressed? Do so you feel this? And then guys, you know, you look at it and, you know, are you losing your hair? Do you feel suicidal? Or, you know, you just can't get it. And I'm like going, who are these fucking people? Come on, get, be a man, you know, be a man, go to the VA hospital, you know, do all this stuff. And then I was like going, well, maybe you know, at a certain point, those commercials start making sense. You're like, well, well maybe I should look into that. And yeah. the doctor just gave them to me like, look, yeah. try this, you know, mm -hmm. and then, and it's a female doctor. So of course I'm like, <laughs> girl, <laughs> you know, and so talking about my pee pee, you know, <laughs> I just felt uncomfortable, but she's like, no, 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 here you go. You can take this if you want and let me know how it is. And I'm like, all right, doc. So, Hey, so, so, so you got some of those civilian, uh, medication. Let me give you some of this government issued stuff and see how it works. I, I don't know. They always say government issue is always the lowest bidder, isn't it? Uh, it, it is. I think. I think they got this stuff from Ding Dong China. <laughs> don't say Ding Dong when we're talking about these pills. <laughs> but I, I feel your pain because I hear these commercials too, and I'm like, you're not talking about me because in my head, I'm I'm still 18 years old. Exactly. Like, you're, yeah, I'm still only crew and like. Bow. I'm still 30 and, years old in my mind. And then I look in the mirror and I'm like, who is this? Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> what is this? You? What am I dealing what? with here? <laughs> so, All right. Any, anything else uh, going on before uh, we uh, wrap this up? Now we got the, uh, the uh, first of the year coming and hopefully, uh, uh, but nothing major. No, uh, maybe the kids will come. I don't know. They'll put them, put it off uh, another week. I'm sure. So the murder and podcast uh, podcast going good. Mur I'm it sorry, is. the Murder and Coffee podcast going good? Murder and Coffee is going good. I just did um, tried out my first live show. It was okay. Uh, we had a lot of participation there and well, good. Uh, trying to do some stuff. But, uh, yeah, just check it out, Murder and Coffee. YouTube, streaming platforms. Murdercoffee.com. I was waiting on you to say that. <laughs> well, I was trying to, get the, trying to get the sound bite from you. Yeah, Murder and Coffee. There you go. All right, Matt, we appreciate you joining us here on the on the Distance 50 and filling in for Shane. Hopefully he'll be back here uh, soon, uh, but you're welcome to join us at any time when he's not around. All right, well, thanks for having me, man. I, I really enjoyed this. All right, Matt, we'll take care. You too.
we've got that big bone-in ham hock. 